This is Dark Masic with Brutally Delicious. Coming into with a review of Unchosen One's brand new album, Sorrow Turns to Dust. What an album title. So this band isn't even on the metal archives yet. I never thought I'd see the day. My friend's band from high school is on the fucking metal archives, but this band that's about to drop a new album and has a single on Spotify isn't. I've never actually added any entries, but this might be the time because this is an absolute gem of a debut album. These reviews are about the bands, not me, but I will just say I have not slept well for something like five days in a row, and I still am beaming after listening to this shit. The band's style is kind of straightforward heavy metal, but with power metal style vocals. The riffs get a little heavier, not like faster and brutal, but just heavier than most power metal does, so I'm not really sure what label to give this. I was reminded of the band Archon Angel, which was Zach Stevens' outfit in 2020, Except they sound a little less seasoned, and I mean no disrespect there, but Archon Angel was Zach Stevens 27 years after Edge of Thorns was released. The vocalist stood out above all. At times, I was reminded of Majestica. I love Tommy Johansson, like you couldn't believe. The UK band Fellowship. And also, going back to Archon Angel, Zach Stevens, but you know, a little younger. The pairing of the vocals and the riff style is very interesting and not something I have any comparison for. Getting into some songs. Opening track with the opening keyboard wick, Far Beyond the Thunderdome. Great. Right away, I was perked up and looking forward to more. The world is ours to take. I love the chorus and I love the synths. The layering reminded me of Twilight Force's second album, which is often maligned on the internet, but I think it's the best album released of the 2010s. The title track. Yeah, baby, great songwriting. I don't know what to say to differentiate from the last couple, but it's great. There's a lot of very accessible material here. The songs are shorter than most, say, epic power metal featuring these kinds of vocals, or this kind of riffing, which often goes into progressive territory. Under the song Too Late, here's the Africa progression again, referring to the song Africa by Toto. So I brought this up in my review of Rixoria's recent album. The chords that I'm talking about here come up, I swear, every metal album that's trying to have a big chorus ever. It's probably way beyond metal since Toto kind of started it. But it's one of those things where when I hear it, I think, oh yeah, there it is. And I'm expecting like once an album. If it ain't broken, don't fix it. It works. Onto the song Shadow Dancer. This one does not sound like the rest of the album. This sounds kind of like Rat with synths. Tell me that main riff doesn't sound like a more streamlined Lay It Down. This is only the second time in my 30 years that I've ever heard a crossover of hair metal and symphonic metal. The first of these is the New York-based band Sabretooth, which was started by some high school friends of mine. Their song Love Is Just A Loser's Game is essentially Dance The Night Away by Van Halen, but with synths and heavier guitars. Check it out. Ashen Wasteland, another great chorus, and I love the double bass pickup for this. Last but not least, Call of the Rain, more greatness. I have nothing to add that I haven't already said about other songs. And the album closer, True Warrior, this is again another break. This one is slow and plodding and kind of introspective. You know, a good closing track. 
stylistically not the same thing, but in terms of the fact that it's more somber than the rest of the album, I'm reminded of Amana Marth's Embrace of the Endless Ocean. Wow, half of the album's songs were standout tracks here. This album is totally going on my phone. 100% made my day, might have made my whole weekend, and I can't wait to see what else this band has to offer. Keep rocking, guys. Looking forward to whenever your second album comes out. This is the story of Whitney Houston. This is the story of Kurt Cobain. Of George Michael, of Otis Redding, of Amy Winehouse, of Michael Hutchins, Bob Marley. This is the story of Prince. It's a new podcast series. About how they died, why they died, and why we're still talking about them so long after. It's like nothing you've ever heard before. It's storytelling. But it's more than that, because rock stars... They tell us how we feel. They change our mood. They change the clothes we wear, the people we hang out with. The way we remember things. It's them who give us those ludicrous moments, the ones where you're... Jumping around, singing your heart out, feeling understood. And it's those moments we'll help you remember, the ones you're thinking about right now. That feeling. That feeling. It's coming soon from Crowd Network. Just search for Death of a Rockstar on your podcast app. And subscribe now.